Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. Yo. for a meme this all was, for a meme we'll get into it your meme was so unfunny that facebook was like it was so get off the platform it really wasn't a good joke at all and i got <laughs> restricted we'll get we'll get into we'll it we'll get into it all right everybody uh welcome back to the greatest podcast to exist in the history of podcasts i uh nope uh it's your number one source for all things craft beer related the internationally acclaimed cindy crawford approved podcast of hops high fives you almost stuck the landing. Almost. And friendship. I am your host, the crispiest of boys. Uh, ano de sol. It's the butthole of the sun. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's the butthole <laughs> of the sun. I, I, I went on and checked it out and everything. <laughs> like a. Yeah, I did Google Translate. <laughs> Typed like, in butthole. Like a, of like the a sun. Chinese symbol tattoo mm-hmm. that you just wanted to make sure didn't yep. mean anything else. Ano de sol. There it is. Oh, 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 in and out. Also the king of the butt rock. <laughs> Tom. And I'm your host, the Hot Master General, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Oh, shit. I, I have... know you didn't have it pulled up. I oh, was like, my God. Wait, I'm the king of butt rock. There you go. Yeah, see what a week off does. And Man. we're just, we're, we're so discombobulated yeah. right now. I'm way off. I, my confidence is shot. This is going to be, it's going to be a tough one, folks. <laughs> Buckle in. Dan, what are you? The Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Hell yeah. It's Dan. All right. And we are, you know, it's it's still 2021, Dan. Still the year of the butt rock. You still ready? the real year. Real, 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 real. <laughs> this is what happens when the webcam doesn't work and mm-hmm. you get restricted. I bet that first stream would have been real good. I know. We yep. came in we came in hot uh-huh. and then everything shut down. Yep. Yep. All right, everybody. Uh 2021, you're the butt rock. Uh we are the best best friends podcast in the world. Where'd that come from? I don't know. I misspoke. Uh This is a this is a butt rock throwback here. It's a B side. Uh, so uh, it's just a, <laughs> I feel like I heard the like a like a construction worker listening to this, like a general contractor in two thousand eight. Yeah, just rock it out to this. <laughs> I can I can picture Steve Madsen just headbanging to this, sitting by the fire with a with a a, a, a bottle of Yingling, <laughs> just listening to jamming out to this. Uh, it's so bad. Turn it off. Thank you. Yeah. Or playing this in the in the corner of the uh, 
the living room. <laughs> just hair down. Oh, man. All right, everybody. We're the best Best Friends podcast in the world. Uh, thank you for coming back after, a, like we said, we took a week sabbatical. Uh, yeah, Tom was in Vegas. Just He took all of our anchor advertising money from this podcast. Put it all on black. All on black. It was red. It was red. Yeah, it was red. It's all gone. <laughs> Spoiler all, alert. All the money's gone. <laughs> Thankfully, before he put it all on black, I was able to get some stickers for the podcast. Hey. So, hey, hit us up if you want us to send some stickers. Yeah. I'll throw them in the mail. I got I got stamps lying around. Yeah. Where else can you could you hit us up? Maybe Instagram on the DMs? Yeah. Slide in our DMs on Instagram, Facebook. It's at Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P-O-D. Segway. Good. That's good one. Um continuing the butt rap. Yeah, we're getting we're getting we're getting back in the sink, Dan. We're uh, our chemistry's getting back in the in the groove. Yeah. We're getting in the pocket. It's all the right. The we'll, chemistry's going. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll get it going. Um yeah, I was out and got to go out to Vegas for a little bit. Um you know, you I got to go to Beer Zombies and I kind of forever hate you for it. <laughs> it was just the bottle <laughs> shop, Dan. It was just the bottle shop. Um yeah, I went to Beer Zombies. Uh you know, we have a connection there with our uh our our lead artist. Yeah. Yeah. The head, the lead head, artist of, the head of our art department. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he's the senior manager of our art department. Yeah, non-heinous. Uh, Mr. Non-heinous. Mr. Heinous, if you want to be formal yeah. about it. Please. Mr. Heinous is his dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I got to go out there and, and try some of their, uh, their left coast beers. And uh, yeah, it was nice. It was. Uh, so, is there a lot, like a lot of people wearing like Raider shit out there? Is there a lot of Raider stuff? No, you know, more Golden Knight stuff than anything. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's I good. was surprised. Um, there, uh, I did get, if you drive by the uh, the Raiders Stadium to uh, to get to Beer Zombies, and it looks like, uh, uh, what's the the League of Evil? <laughs> the Ministry of Evil. Is it the Ministry of Evil? It, is it like from the DC comics yeah. that would come out of the swamp? Yes. I don't know. It looks like that. It's like, <laughs> like a big, shiny, black shape like it's it looks evil it looks like something out of like sci-fi yeah. movie or something oh yeah 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 um <laughs> yeah uh i went at the right time for me uh because i would have probably popped like a tick out the, in the uh out in that heat oh yeah with that with that skin oh yeah oh yeah you yeah. would have just like boiled like an egg mm-hmm. like that in the old like drug commercials where it's like this is your brain on drugs yes you that would have been me you were, that, you were that pasty ass egg mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert <laughs> yep yep um, yeah, just got to, did a lot of walking, average 10 miles of walking a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. My dogs are a barking. Did you bring the, uh, did you bring the Adidas track suit? No. Yeah. I had the track pants, not the track jacket. Oh, you didn't bring the jacket. No, I packed light, man. I packed light. It was, uh, it was, we did a combo luggage. So we packing light. Was your track suit like waiting for you when you got home? Like, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> Sitting there waiting at the door. Um, it's like, why is that coat's arms crossed? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, it was a fun time. We So we took a week off, uh, recharged the batteries, as it were. Yeah, and now we're back. Yeah. So let's uh, uh, bring on our guest and yes. uh, let's crack a beer. I'm getting thirsty. So uh, we're going to be joined today. Uh, first time for me. It's a little weird. First time for me. Second time for Dan. I on know. The podcast. Uh, I know. We're bringing, uh, bringing it back. Yeah. So uh, for he, a full episode this yeah, time. Hell yeah. He's the uh, the brewer and owner, proprietor, owner, Pro- proprietor, owner, proprietor of uh, Two Locals Brewing out of Philadelphia. Uh, it's Rich. Rich, what is up? What's up, guys? How you doing? Thanks for being on with us. 
Uh, yeah, man. Thanks for coming back on the podcast. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, so we're going to do a little bit more than, what was it, 10 minutes? Yeah, I think it was about like 11, <laughs> about 11 minutes of audio there. And then I think like it was like 90 degrees that day too. So it's going to be a little bit more relaxed this time. I'm not yeah. going to be sweating bullets under that tarp. So. <laughs> All right. So we're going to be drinking uh, some two local beer. Oh, um, yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. We're going to talk... Uh, we're gonna talk a lot of stuff. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna, gonna take on. what we dissected at the beer fest, or like yeah, attempted to dissect, and we're gonna spread it out. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna make an episode out of it. Hell yeah, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a good time. All right, so let's yeah. uh, let's dive into this. We're gonna be drinking prolific by two locals. That is correct. Um, you got it right here in the fridge. Yep. Hell yeah. Let's pop it open. All right, I will bring up in the meantime. I will bring up the. Go ahead, Tom. Yeah, I'm going to bring up the... You want to talk about it? Yeah. Do you want to talk about it or do you want me to talk about uh, it? I guess I can. We're going to talk about the cesspool that is untapped. Boo! Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we're going to... You'll go crazy if you just keep on reading untapped. <laughs> no, I, we've, we've been there. We, we we did a collaboration beer and uh, and I still, I still look at it every once in a while. <laughs> And it just makes me shake with anger. Um, a three, a three point nine five. That's pretty good for untapped. Yeah, I was that's gonna say good, that's yeah. that's uh, that's hype beer status right there. Any, almost. Anytime I would say you around can, four. Yeah, anytime you can hover in that like three three seven five to four area, I think that's a that's a solid beer for the uh, the fake cicerones on untapped. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> so uh, prolific is an an American style IPA. Uh, just just at a hazy IPA, just uh, yeah. listening it as that. Yeah. That's like a, a thing. I think that's like a recent thing. Just hazy IPA. Yeah, it just because like the New England IPA and the hazy IPA, the kind wh- of while splinter. they were somewhat related at first, have have split. Yeah, have since become yeah. two different entities. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so this is a hazy IPA with notes of pineapple, mango, and smooth, and a smooth, clean taste. Uh, like we said, we're looking at a 3.95 on Untapped, six uh, percent alcohol by volume. And you can follow us; we're almost caught up on Untapped. Okay. Uh, follow the beers that we drink at uh, Best Best Friends Pod. That's Best Best Friends P O D. Hell yeah! Let us. All right, let's get in cracking here. Ready to crack a beer? Awful website off the. Does Rich need to get? Rich, you need to go grab your beer. I got it right here. You got All it? Right. Hell yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Whoa, why am I big? Boom. There, there we go. go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's get the crack in here. All right. Count us off, Tom. One, two, three. There we go. It was so in unison. I thought uh, Rich froze over there, like <laughs> mid-crack, because it got like it got quiet after. I'm like, whoa, everybody finished at the exact same time here. So what I did was I watched the interview with Ethan and I saw how much of an ass Ethan was and how he opened up the beer early. So I was like, I'm not. You could have you could have just stopped and said I saw how much of an ass Ethan was. But (laughs) (laughs) by the way, you guys did a really good beer with them too. Um, I ended up having it at my uh, daughter's birthday party um, the week it came out. Nice. They did a Pilsner with Stickman. I had like a four pack of it there. Yeah. I think yeah. I think uh, Mike from the area or uh, four local beer fest. He ended up like drinking most of it while he was there. <laughs> cool. Because I think Thanks, I, Mike. I, I think I went in there and there was one can left. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. 
Yeah, that's uh, I mean, that's still to this day, that's one of my favorite beers. I mean, shout out to Ethan, he's a great brewery, makes great lagers. Um, and yeah, I still think about that lager to this day. It was awesome, and like it was just as they were like introducing that step mashing process, too. So, like, it it was nice and crisp and everything, too. Yeah, all right, boys, go guys, cheers, Sancho, cheers. I like that. Uh, I like that cup. Shout out to Bond Place. Yeah, that's what oh, I thought it go. was. Yeah. <laughs> One day we'll get Sam on the uh, on the podcast. One day, the elusive. And you guys did a beer uh, with them recently too, right? Yes, we did. Yeah, yeah. That was a that was a pale lager brewed with all Sabro hops. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So I had to- came out. It, uh, it came out more like an IPO, but it was still good. Yeah, Sabra is pretty strong, especially in the, like the tropical, like coconut. Coconut, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't like to say suntan lotion, but I say it in a, I say it in a good way because it's like the smell of suntan lotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with the one with uh, Stickman, we use uh, we dry hopped with Sabro and Sapphire, but just using all Sabro, you know, it was it, it helped me learn that Sabro is a strong hop, and I don't need too much of it if i do want to put it in a in a, a lager hmm. yeah i don't know how that would like uh i'm curious how that would taste like sabro in a lager yeah be I like mean, a, you could do it, like it'd a, be a nice like summer like like a like a summer lager if you did it with like dry hopped it dry hopped it with sabro and then threw a little lime juice or lime yeah, zest like in a, there. yeah make like a mexican lager yeah exactly yeah and that's i mean that's kind of what the one with Stickman reminded me of, like it had a little limey, little coconutty flavor to it, but it was crisp and clean. Um, yeah, hmm. that was the uh, that was the idea behind it to get the limey. You know. It would have been nice to have some at the party if somebody didn't bogart the whole thing. Yeah, Mike, Thanks, Mike, Mike, like just fixated on that four pack <laughs> in there. I was like, hey, I I made a quick stop at Stickman before the party. There's uh that two locals beer is in there. His eyes lit up like it was Christmas. <laughs> like he must have sat on my porch like in that screened in area and just drank that four pack to his head or something. At least <laughs> at least three of them because I went in there I was like, son of a bitch, I only get one. <laughs> just bogarting the beer and I assume double dipping in, on the uh, buffalo dip. Ah, oh, double dipping. Uh, double dipping. <laughs> <laughs> a savage. Just a savage. That's a flag. <laughs> um, never double dip. This is really nice. It's uh, I mean, this is my second time having it because you brought it back from the uh, the beer. Oh fest. yeah, there was no way I wasn't leaving that beer fest without four pack mm-hmm. of this. It's super. It's very light, um, light bodied. I would say, um, definitely able to drink. You know, two two or three of these and not feel weighed down. The smooth, clean taste is you definitely highlight that on the finish. Mm. And that was one thing I was, um, I enjoyed about having this beer, especially the first time having it being like 85 degrees in September when it was like a heat wave for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, it, it's super clean. Um, very refreshing. Um, nice and tropical up front with a little, a little bitter on the back end. Yep. Um, what, so what was this hopped with? This is uh, Simcoe and Mosaic. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Uh, When I was brewing this at home, we were using uh, El Dorado in the kettle. But uh, since we're contract brewing, we just took that out and just went with uh, Simcoe and Mosaic. It's got a really nice soft mouthfeel, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
a quite a good bit of oats and uh, wheat. Okay. Yeah, you got to do that with a hazy IPA. Yeah. Like mouthfeel is important to the uh, to the you know overall flavor profile and experience of the beer. So, yeah, it's got a solid solid color to it. Uh, good head retention. Uh, I knew you were gonna say it. I knew you were gonna. I knew you were gonna say head retention. I was like, wait for it. He's been spinning that beer over there. Uh, you can tell when he starts getting real hyped about head retention. <laughs> I like the good head retention too. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's it's pretty much exactly as advertised. You get the the mango, nectar, guava, pineapple. It it really comes through, yeah. um, which is. I mean, it comes through and it's not really a, I wouldn't say that's really a big flavor profile of either of those hops. I um, like how Sim, uh, Simcoe does the overall just like uh, like a lingering bitterness mm-hmm. after each taste and like comes out with that, which is nice, like a sugary bitterness that kind of lingers on your palate. It's like a very mm-hmm. clean, like very clean taste, but man, just having that there just reminds you like, you know, Simcoe is that like, you know, we talked about left coast beers. That's like a left coast, you know, IPA. Oh yeah. Stable. Yeah. 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 It's a really dank hop. So um, if you want some a nice aroma, you, know, you can't really go wrong with it. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I, I've always had a, a love affair with Simcoe. It was like one of the first IPAs that I really enjoyed was Weyerbacher's double Simcoe. And yeah. So ever since then, it's like, anytime I see something, it's like, this is a single Simcoe. Yeah. Like, oh hell yeah, I'm grabbing that. <laughs> so anything, anything Simcoe, I'm I'm on it. Yeah, I had yeah. that uh, monotone from Tonewood. Mm-hmm. That was all Simcoe. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, we had one of the first beers we had on the podcast, the uh, Sugartown Simcoe. Yeah, from uh, Locust Lane. Locust Lane. Yeah. Okay. Um. So how did you? Uh. How did two locals uh, come to be? Uh, it came to be as me and my brother. Um, we started out home uh, brewing. Uh, we shared our beers and things, and just got more confident in our beers as we started making them and sharing them with uh, people. Started sampling our beers um, at like different companies, Christmas event or things like that. Um, just trying to advertise that we had free beer <laughs> uh, just so people would uh, have us serve and we can practice. Um, and yeah, the more that we saw, um, the more that we got into the brewing industry, uh, you know, we saw that there was never a black home brewery in Philly. You know, there's not a lot of black brewers. Um, the more that I'm getting into it, the more that I notice uh, that there are uh, black people that do brew. But um, at the time when we were like searching for black owned breweries we were just reading about like the same five ones so it was kind of um that kind of pushed us to be like why not you know open up the first one here that's really cool um so like what uh what made you get into into brewing um i was always interested in brewing beer um just knowing that like you can almost make beer taste almost any way that you want in a way. Um, there's science to it. Uh, science was my favorite class uh, in uh, school. So um, once I actually did brew my first beer, it was just like, you know, then we learned how to really do this. It was fun. Um, I like beer. 
uh, I have the patience for it, I guess. So. <laughs> yeah, and your uh, your first beer was a was it a red ale? I think I'm trying to remember. Yeah, it, yeah, it was an Irish red ale. Yeah, so, and it hell came out beer. good. You know, hell of a beer to start out with. I know. I I, I was like thinking about you know, the time that you would have started brewing and how everybody probably was like, ah, oh, I want to make an IPA. I want to make an IPA or something. Like, I know people are just getting into it. I'm like, oh yeah, so what's going to be your first beer? They're like, just like, oh yeah, I'm making this IPA. I'm like. <laughs> well, it's, it seems like IPA is like, I, I don't want to say the easiest, but it's like the most, I, I guess, welcoming beer to, to get into brewing. Um, yeah. For me, I didn't want to make IPA first because I didn't want to open up my fermenter and risk my beer being ruined. So I started out just doing classic multi-English beers and just like nice. classic styles. Um, I feel like that was the easiest way to really learn like how to brew beer. Okay. Yeah. And it's like a, it's a good way to kind of pick out the different pieces of your beer because mm -hmm. I feel like you just go right to IPAs. They're going to be like, you know, hop forward. It's going to be, you know, tough to find that balance. And I guess starting with, these classic ales, you can get the malt and the hop balance. It's like you gotta you gotta learn to play the acoustic guitar before you pick up a an axe and oh fuck it, just get an electric guitar. It's so much easier on the fingers. <laughs> screw that, screw that acoustic guitar. <laughs> Go for it, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. The first time that I brewed, I steeped the grains, but the second time that I brewed, I was all grain. I was all in. Oh man, I like it. So, is an Irish red? Is that cold fermented? No, that was uh, it's the ale yeast. So yeah, okay. um, yeah. yeah, very cool. So I know the the one thing that I wanted to talk to you about. Um, I'm a big birds fan. Yeah, he wore that. <laughs> so he wore the hat for the occasion. So this season, you're you're featured at the link, correct? Yeah, I saw some pictures um, from the game. I guess you guys reposted some people. Uh, yeah. and it was kind of, it was cool. That was my first time. Actually this week was my first time like casually catching a repost of like seeing your beers at the game. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's been, uh, it's been cool. Um, it's been cool to see it there. Um, we just hope that, you know, we can, this is only the beginning and we can stay in there, you know? So how did that, how did that come to, you know, how did that, that whole thing come together? Uh, the president saw one of our articles and we both wear Eagles hats usually. Um, so he reached out and asked if, you know, if they could carry our beer there. And of course we said, yeah. So that's really cool. Are you yeah. going to be able to do anything like, uh, like be there, like serving your beer or anything? Um, no, uh, we've talked about doing a tailgate, um, this probably won't happen this uh, season, but that's the only thing that we spoke about. That would be cool to like, you know, get your face out there. Yeah, that would be a uh, that would be really cool. Do yeah. like a two locals tailgate. I saw Stickman yeah. did a tailgate, did or, they? or they were hanging out at a tailgate because <laughs> man, it was going off for on uh, on Stickman's story on oh, Sunday. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they had like all these food vendors and stuff down there. I don't know if it was just Ethan, like just acting a fool down there or something because he was, he was on that story and it was just like a party. I'm like, where is Stickman at right now? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did Ethan forget to like turn off Stickman? Is this his actual, his personal story? I don't it's think he has a personal. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> all right. Uh, so you start, you start at home brewing and, uh, 
you decided, you know, it's, it's time to be an actual brewery. And so you, instead of opening your own brewery, you're contracting out of mainstay, correct? Yeah. So yeah. when you're doing that, are you, are you go actually going down there and brewing with Brian O'Reilly or are you just giving recipes and it's getting brewed there and, and canned and everything? The first times that we brewed the, the beer, I was there just to see how his process was. Um, I'm not there all the time, though, but whenever it's canned, I'm usually usually there. Okay. Um, yeah, it isn't it isn't the most ideal situation, but at least we have a product that we can market, sell, and kind of test out like how these beers are going to do. I mean, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty solid place to be uh, to be uh, contracting your beer at. I mean, you got where Dan and I are. Live. I know. Go on, Tom. I, I, you're you're gleaming right now. I knew. As I soon mean, as we're going to bring up mainstay, I'm like, this guy's going to just yeah. go off on well, Ryan so, O'Reilly. He's yeah. getting so hard <laughs> over there right now. Dan, <laughs> Dan and I, Dan and I grew up about, I don't know, five miles from Sly Fox. So Brian he's, O'Reilly. He's got such a big craft beer hard on right now. He's the, <laughs> I mean, he's the goat in my mind. I mean, he's, he's I like, mean yeah, we, we grew up on Sly Fox beer. So it's, we hold Brian O'Reilly in high regard. Yeah. Um, some more than others uh, right here. I'll put them on the pedestal. I don't care. No, yeah, he's gonna put them on the pedestal <laughs> and he's gonna dance for him. Uh, no, no, yeah, I mean, we felt we felt confident. I mean, we wanted our first beer to be a a brown ale, so you know, he's a classic German brewer. So, I mean, I don't even know how many GABF golds he has. <laughs> Yeah, you know, how many goats have you just uh, kissed on the mouth at Bachfests at Slybox? <laughs> how many did you just like? open mouth go on tom tell us more than i'd like to admit (laughs) (laughs) um so how has that experience been with uh you know contracting on a mainstay uh it's been cool you know i mean it's not ideal like we can't you know have beer when we want beer we just have to wait whenever they can make it for us and have space for us so we we've only had the ipa and brown ale together one time which is the first time that we brewed it but we haven't had them together ever since okay that's why you guys only have the ipa because we're, we're still waiting for the brown ale to be packaged oh Makes man sense. i can't wait yeah. for that yeah. yeah yeah a lot of people are uh asking for it so, <laughs> so are you when you when you get it canned are you <clears throat> excuse me are you uh are you distributing do you have places where it's being sold or are you kind of just like uh like word of mouth kind of thing? Uh we self-distribute. It's me and my brother. So I mean we're the sales people, but most of our sales are just people who hear about us, people that we know, um, reach out. Um we're not the best with checking in on accounts. So you might see our beer at a spot, you know, <laughs> for um for a month and then you won't see it ever again or you won't see it for a few <laughs> months because they kind of just forget but um we are going to pass off um our beer to Ariglio uh for six six months okay so that should get our beer into more distributors and uh, that's stores. awesome that's really cool yeah 
Yeah. It's good to hear. Uh, so is the goal to eventually have a, a two locals brewery? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. It's I'm, right on the front of their website. They're like, we want a space. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the whole goal. And I mean, we only did contract brewing to get some money in the door and to like produce some kind of financials so we can get a loan and secure in investors, things like that. So it's work, but uh, we're, we're almost there. That's really cool. Do you have it? Do you have like an area in mind that you want to do? Like, do you want to keep it in Delco? Do you want to go into the city? Yeah, we're um we're we're looking at a space at thirty seventh and Market. Okay. The talks have been going really good, so we're confident we can have something signed by the end of the year. That's really cool. I mean, that would be. Hell yeah. Yeah, that'd be really We'll awesome. have to have another episode so we can have the brown ale on here. Yeah. So I can watch Tom uncomfortably pronounce Nubian. <laughs> 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 I was like, man, I hope I hope we have it on there because I just want to see I just want to see him uncomfortably say it. <laughs> it's, it's Nubian brown ale. Yeah, Tom? Nubian brown ale. I don't know. I know. I, I just thought you would just mispronounce it like everything you do. <laughs> I don't know. I'd probably stumble over it a bit. Um <laughs> All right. So what uh what else do you guys have going on? Like what do you have coming up? You have the the brown now is gonna be released at some point. Yeah, yeah. We've just been um working on trying to finish this lease. We're really focused on trying to get a space. Um that's been taking up all of our time. Uh we just secured a large investor that's helping us with this space. So awesome. Doing a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we can't really show or talk about yet, but I get it. So, <laughs> so keep it all a secret and everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, is it is just prolific going to be in the stadium, or is uh, is Nubian going to be in there when when that's out? Nubian is there. It's oh, there it is. now. Okay. Um, it seems like they're like rationing out whatever beer that we give them because somebody got Nubian this past weekend and. Okay. Um, we dropped off new being, you know, at the beginning of this season. So, oh wow, yeah. Well, maybe someone, so, maybe someone snuck it in. They keistered it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's only those uh, two beers at the stadium. Um, but they'll take whatever we make. So, uh, hopefully, they serve our beer next year. I don't see why not. But as we make more beers, we can get more beer. Yeah. Are you and your brother working on any like test batches of any other like beer styles you guys been working on? I know like with the contract brewing you said it's like very hard to like get in get your beers into like mainstays you know schedule and everything and be able to do what you want. Do you guys have like a setup aside from that where you guys are like testing out like new like recipes, new uh like styles that you guys want to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh so like when we open like we'll have lagers um ipas of course but we want to make lagers uh stouts uh fruited beers um yeah a little bit of they want to dump marshmallow into something so bad (laughs) they're just like (laughs) just want to throw that toast that marshmallow in there definitely gonna do pastry stouts for sure (laughs) for sure okay i can get down with pastry stouts a little more than i can with uh with the uh, smoothie sours. Yeah, you have, you have no problem having a pastry stout stain in the glass versus a smoothie sour. Right. <laughs> yeah, okay. you, you probably won't be doing smoothie sours. You know, maybe a classic 
Goza, and that, okay. that's about it. Yeah. I like that. But I'm not a big sour person, but I know people like sour, so we might have one on there. Got to get up there with the hype, hype breweries, man. Yeah. Yeah. Got to, got to make sure people are shipping them out and they're exploding on the way there. <laughs> right. Uh, so, if you, uh, what would you say your favorite style of beer is? The more I brew, lagers become my favorite style, just because I appreciate how to make lagers. Um, I'm an IPA guy though, so I do tend to like the dry hop to lagers a bit more, just okay. for that hop flavor. Yeah, get a little but, more hop forward in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think I'm a seasonal person because, like, you know, at this time I do like the stouts and porters and the dark beers. So, as much as I try to like not admit it, I'm such a seasonal drinker. Like, it, yeah, that, that first chill in the air, I'm like, I'm cracking a stout that I ended like 2020, like, with, and I'm like, oh, yeah, this was left in my fridge. I'm just gonna crack this guy. <laughs> yeah, I have a couple of them that have just been sitting in the back. And I'm like, you just stay there, stay there, <laughs> <laughs> wait till there's the first frost. The first frost hits, I'm just like, yes, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I had this, uh, this conversation when I was out at beer zombies, uh, I was saying like it shouldn't lager or, uh, not lager stout should be welcomed all year long. I mean, it, you know, you get the, Oh, it's stouty season and everything. And as much as you want to admit, yeah, like stouts can be drank all year long. Yeah. There's something not great about drinking a stout in hundred degree weather. Yeah, man. I, I had a coffee stout. It was like 80 degrees and I was like, doesn't hit doesn't hit Mm-mm. had it yesterday or had it last week nice chill in the air i'm like damn i missed this beer <laughs> yeah, yeah it can definitely be too hot for a style like when we did the black is beautiful it was in june and um i mean people bought it but it's not the ideal beer i'm sure people bought it and saved it for when it got warm i mean <laughs> yeah, I, I saved a lot of my black is beautiful at the bottom of my uh fridge. We still have a I think we still have like four or five black is beautiful. Yeah, we have a fridge. couple in there. <laughs> nice. We could probably crack one tonight. Maybe if we, if we I don't know, man. Uh who'd you who'd you collaborate uh Black is Beautiful with? Uh we did um Love City, Harris Family, and Double Equal. Okay. And okay. we did uh one with Chimney. All right. I was just trying to make sure we actually didn't have one in there. I was like, did we have one or two locals in there? I don't think so. I know we have Weathered Souls. Yeah. Uh, we had a couple. Uh, we had, Yeah, we had Weathered Souls. We had a, somewhere in Arizona, too. Yeah. I think we have. 602, I think it was called. Something like that. I think we have, I think we still have a Locust Lane in there. We that was my favorite one. Yeah. I didn't have yours. I'll say that. I, I didn't have yours, so. I know, or else you would have said that ours was. Yeah, he's like, it's whatever, what you know. He's not like, gonna take it too personally <laughs> on on camera, and then he's gonna come off. He's like, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> um, the first one we had, I think, was my least favorite. Was that uh, other half? Yeah, that was that was. It was so <laughs> sweet. Booze syrup. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it tasted yeah, nah. like where are the roasted malt chocolate syrup and liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't think beer should be should be like sugar sweet. Yeah, you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I like you know there's like 
right there behind the jaw. Yeah. Yeah, what, what, are, what are they, Dan? I don't know. They're the adenoids. Is that what it is? I don't know. So you have to. I was. But that's, that's a throwback, Dan. Or is that from it being sour and tart? I don't know. It's just like the sugar, just like right mm. there, right there. Is it adenoids? Is that what they are? I don't know. That was your thing back in the day, the adenoids. It's on the adenoids. It's on the adenoids. I don't know. That was a thing I had? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember this. Go back and listen to, uh, I don't even know. The, our, our, I can't it, listen to myself talk. Our, I, I, hate, I hate listening to our podcast because I have to hear <laughs> myself. <laughs> um, I don't have a voice for radio like this guy over here. I, did, I sound like a 10 year old compared to Rich over here. <laughs> um, yeah. The, the sweet stouts, like they, they taste good, but you can only drink like, like I was getting five ounce pours at, uh, at beer zombies. The guy that was serving us was, was big in like pastry stouts. And he was like, yo, try this one, try this one, try this one. Like these five ounce pours are. I'm good. not leaving a foot at the bar here. Yeah, I'm, like if, if you're going to give me like a crowler or like a sixteen ounce, like even a sixteen ounce, is, it's too much. Yeah, yeah. I think. Or oh, go sorry, ahead. no, go ahead, man. Uh, I'm gonna say, or if it's a pastry style, at least have it at a nice ABV where it can kind of cut the sweetness. Yeah, yeah. a boozy, a certain booziness to it. Yeah, yeah, or like a barrel aged where like you. You know, you have a little residual booze in there from that. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. I uh I think you just highlight a good point with like pastry stouts. I kind of look at the same way with milkshake IPAs. Where like yeah, I, I there has to be a certain like it can't be too sweet. I, I think I'm the, I think the pastry stout and the like the milkshake IPA have the same schools of thought. Like you don't want it to be too sweet. You want it to be even if it's too sweet, like I'll try it. Somewhat true to the style. I'm fine with yeah. a, 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 I'll treat uh milkshake stout or milkshake IPAs the same way as pastry stouts. Give me like a five ounce pour. Yeah. Let yeah, me taste it. And mm. you know, that was when this, so when this podcast first started was like, that was when like milkshake IPAs were becoming real big. And I know I, I personally was like, Oh my God, I want to see what these guys are doing with like, we had one, we had the one from Levante. They, uh, that's the one that sticks out to me. The fruit punch. Fiesta vibes or no, what was it? It was a fruit punch one. I forget what it was, but they, they did like a fruit punch IPA and it was with lactose and lime and strawberry and all this. Had Uh, an entire birthday cake stuffed in the can with it too. I I was like, how do they, I'm curious, like, how could you make this taste good? Because IPA and these flavors don't go together. Like, because, and also, like, I was coming back into IPAs then. Like, uh, and, like, craft beer in general. Like, uh, my craft beer taste was, like, stouts and maltier drinks. So I was coming back into it. I'm like, IPAs are bitter. They're, I'm thinking, you know, West Coast IPA. Yeah. And then you get back into it and it's like, Oh, here's a New England ice, a New England style, or you know, it's a hazy. And you were just hooked. Marshmallow and lactose <laughs> and lime, and I'm like, how is this going to taste good? And it, it tasted fine. I mean, I I enjoyed that one. Uh, festival beer. Is that what? Yeah, I was trying to find like it. Festival vibes or something. It was like, was yeah, it was something like that. Um, and we went on a, I went on like a a a roll of 
just trying to like it, whenever someone put out a, a, a you know, a yeah. cream, a dream sickle or IPA like or, he who shall not be named uh, tired hands with their strawberry yeah. milkshake IPA. That was a classic right there. <laughs> so, yeah, Ethan had the, the, the dream sickle, the pineapple upside down cake. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the, the key lime one? The key lime store bought is fine. He went on that. Like dude, Ethan throws toast around like Rambo. Yeah. Like he's got like a, <laughs> like he's got a 50 cal gun just full of lactose and he's just like double deuce <laughs> store bought. <Yeah. laughs> yeah. with peach cobbler. He's got, he's got lactose and the IPAs are a Cambodian village. And he's just, I know. <laughs> he's just, he's just gunning it down. Man. Yeah. Um, see, like, like I, I I would like I'll make those kinds of beers, but I just don't think I would have it as sweet. Yeah, I I, would, I respect places that like just use it tastefully. Yeah, it can it can have a, a a subtlety to it. Yeah, because I still want I, I still want the peaches and cinnamon nutmeg. Like I still want that to come out, but you just need a little bit of sugar to boost it. But yeah, yeah, it's like um like. Uh, we just mentioned Stickman Double Deuce is like one of the dankest double IPAs I've ever had. And it's just got just a hint of lactose in there. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit of lactose. Yeah. Sweetens it up just a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I I I like those beers when you get one, it's like, oh, you know, it's got peaches and cinnamon in it, and you're like, oh, cool. Like it's gonna be a sugar bomb, and you drink it, and it's like, oh, this is an IPA, and I can taste a little bit of that you know, in the background, like the peaches and cinnamon in there. Cool. It's, you know, I like that. It's, it's, it's an experience beer. Yeah. Yeah. It's not yeah. something you're going to drink a whole four pack of, but it's something where you want to, Hey, if it says peach cobbler on the can, you want to be like, yeah, peach cobbler. Right. I get it. Yeah. I don't need a, and you know, no offense to them. They're, they're friends of the podcast, but milky, milky, shaky, shaky. I don't need that. I don't need that <laughs> in my life. I don't need like, <laughs> Hey, well, you know, it, it's going to be thick. And it's going to taste like a milkshake, whatever, you know, peach or, you know, vanilla, whatever. It's going to taste like that. And it's like, it's a little too forward, um, but I mean, people enjoy it. It's just a style. Yeah. Right? I'm not the, uh, not the audience for it. I know. I'm just sorry. I'm, I'm stewing over Facebook restricting right now. <laughs> Shut down the metaverse, Dan. I know. I just, so like. <laughs> If you're tuning into the podcast, we usually start at eight o'clock and <laughs> I guess we had to start a little late today because I got this little, uh, a little warning here from, yeah, Dan got meme banned. I got meme banned by, uh, by meta. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, so I got this, I got this thing here. It says like my personal account was, I have 22 more days before I can go live with, uh, with Facebook. <laughs> and I know it's kind of hard to see, but I got a I got a better version of the meme I posted because I it said it. I guess for this is for suicide. Apparently, I was violating their community guidelines on it. This is why I posted. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but it's not suicide at all. But I, f- I feel like I posted on some guy's beer and I was just like, first time. <laughs> and they found this and they basically restricted my entire account. Hmm. I, have, I have no Laura. idea why, but uh, apparently that's why we couldn't go live. But is, it re- is it restricted forever? Or? No, I have like 20. I have 22 more days. So and then, and, then I can, and then I can go live with my tutorials for makeup, guys. Just wait. <laughs> so 
It's like a Facebook jail. I'm in Facebook. I've yeah. never been in Facebook jail. Facebook I'm a, jail. I, I, I work. I advertise in Facebook all day. <laughs> like that's what I like. I do this for a living. <laughs> and now you can't go live. Now I can't go live on Facebook, man. Man, it's just uh, it shouldn't be yeah. so. Edgy. And it was literally right after the announcement for Meta. It's like they just were like, you know, we're gonna start. We're gonna start. I want to know what you use that for. Dude, so do I. <laughs> like, did that person get so butt hurt, or did the? Uh, I think Facebook got butt hurt, or did because it didn't say I was reported. It just said I was restricted because of the comment. Well, it might not tell you if you're reported. Oh, okay. Because there's some people that might run a Facebook group that might have a vendetta against us that. Oh yeah. Are reporting. Yeah, apparently I just I can't post beers on it, so I left the group <laughs> anyway. So. Wait, did you leave the group? Oh yeah, I left the group. <laughs> Wait, where did you post that then? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> All right. I'm in other beer groups, Tom. Oh, okay. There's other beer groups? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't do I don't do the Facebooks. Uh yeah, I don't <laughs> the Facebooks. Yeah, no. I don't uh, do the book in the face. No. Yeah. <laughs> My metaverse begins and ends at Instagram. <laughs> I don't yeah. even what else what the hell else is even in the metaverse? I have no idea. I mean WhatsApp. Is that what's going to be in there? I don't know what Facebook owns. Yeah, like, it's everything that Facebook owns, but I think they're just trying to create like a virtual world. Is it like the Wii people? Because I saw it and it looked like the guy, like when you created a person in Wii and that was like your your avatar. <laughs> oh, wait, is it? Are they doing that too? I think they're doing that to like yeah. Facebook. Facebook is going to be like virtual. <laughs> I don't know. That's, oh God. You will never have to leave your house again. I mean, it's just, all right, now you've piqued Tom's interest right now. <laughs> he was like, Wait, what? <laughs> I, just, I mean, I like the idea of never having to leave my house again. <laughs> He's like, you serious? You can watch football, basketball games, front court, or yeah, yeah, floor seats. Wait, really? Front- With Metaverse? Yeah, they're going to put like robots with like... Um, well, they. I mean, Sam- Samsung, sure. Samsung had that because I have the... When I used to have a Samsung phone, I had the Samsung VR... Yeah. And you could yeah. hop into a, a basketball game courtside. It looked like dog shit, but, you know, it was. Yeah, it, it'll probably be like that, but 10 times better. It's oh, basically going to be like. Because they own Oculus. That's why. It's going to be Mark Zuckerberg's eyes. Like, he's going to be at the game, but you're going to be seeing it from him because he's going to install it in the back of his head. Well, I was going to say, you don't even need, they don't even need a camera then because they'll just <laughs> patch into his Android mainframe. Exactly. They're going to plug into him like data from Star Trek. <laughs> I'm here enjoying a game. Hmm. It's just it's just gonna be him looking around LeBron like LeBron James. He just stares down the court and it's yeah. <laughs> Spike Lee's over there just looking nervous. <laughs> like, yep. It's it's the Jazz versus the Rockets. He's like LeBron James. I like it. <laughs> uh, but I won't be a part of it because I got restricted. Well, for 22 days and then I mean if it happens in 22 days I'm I'm not You just be able can't to enjoy go it. you can't go live you can still post right I can still post yeah Huh that's weird That's such a weird thing like you can't you post this I can still post found, all of my QAnon posts all the time but I just can't go live <laughs> Well that's what the world asked for I know They don't want to take that away Um yeah that's just weird like you made a post instead of restricting your post and like you can't go live I you're guess too, they just don't want you're me too to, dangerous. Your thoughts are too dangerous. They, they won't. They don't want me to make my proclamation. 
I guess <laughs> that's just it the lizard people are taking over. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't get it. The lizard people are on to me. They found out I've been researching them. <clears throat> All right, Dan, let's get back on track here. Final, <laughs> final thoughts back. on, on, uh, on prolific. I know we finished it a while ago. Yeah. Um, this was, uh, a podcast favorite for me when we did the uh, stream for the beer fest. So, you know, and you can tell like, you know, with, the product that you guys are putting out and the quality it's consistent like the can i had you know a couple months ago tasted exactly like the can i just have now so <laughs> it's just a great clean tropical ipa like it hits all it ticks all the boxes for a hazy ipa you know tropical on the nose from the hops and adding that simcoe gives it a nice um residual bitterness that uh you know you want to have in a like an american ipa style like this yeah Completely agree. Um, super refreshing, um, easy drinking. Um, you know, uh, we used to talk about it a lot. Uh, we kind of judge a beer, you know, first sip, and then as it gets more towards room temperature, warms up a little bit, see it's how the flavors change. Yeah. Um, and it was enjoyable all the way through. Um, like you said, I mean, it's exactly as described. Uh, tropical notes, bitter on the back end. Um I mean, I love Simcoe, so you can't really go wrong with that. Um, so, oh yeah, overall, great beer. Yeah, super enjoyable. Definitely. Do you want to crack into another one, or do you want to do you want to venture out? You want to do a you want to do a uh, Black is Beautiful. No, I was gonna say, can we crack into our prolific? Yeah, we can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I saw that we had more in there. I'm like, this is gonna be a two beer. I just, I just opened more. So. <laughs> oh. Yeah. It's all right, Tom. I'll take that one. I'll take I'll take the bullet on that one. All right. And uh, we did want to make this beer a little bit more uh, um, approachable. Um, it's like it's not overly hot; like it doesn't smack you in the face, but the flavor is still there. It's still good. Um, yeah. When I, when you guys did the uh, beer fest, uh, before I even started like talking to people and just like gearing up for it. I had a couple friends who just like walked by and they're like, yeah, you got to get rich over there. This beer slaps. <laughs> That's all they were saying. And, um, and that just speaks to the approachability. Like, I don't even know if approachability is even a word. It sounds good, right? So, I mean, it sounds legit. Sounds legit. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because I had people who I know like different styles of beer come up to me and tell me how much they like this IPA. So, that led into like, you know, people who are in the traditional beers, some old, like some of the older people that were at the um, beer fest. And then, you know, people who are more into IPAs like our age and stuff. So definitely an approachable beer. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's a good beer to have at the stadium too, for like you said, for the approachability. Um, it's not, I'm going to look that up, see if it's a word <laughs> quick. Like you killing me right now. I don't know how many times how many times you've been sitting at a at a bar at a brewery and someone comes in they're like nah, I don't really like craft beer it's all it's all hoppy and I don't I don't really like that it's bitter it's a word <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh it's, you know I don't like I don't like hoppy I don't like bitter and you're like well you can have this IPA it's not it's not bitter it's soft it's citrusy yeah. you know. Um, and it, it's I, a I think gateway it's, IPA. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've had a lot of people who don't drink beer say that they do like the IPA, or people who aren't IPA people say that they like this IPA. So, 
Yeah. I see, mean, I, I completely see that. It's the gateway IPA. Yeah. You guys drinking that prolific? It's going to lead to other things. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty soon you're going to be drinking triple dry hop, double IPAs, triples. I haven't had a triple IPA yet. Really? Oh, man. I'm, I'm not really interested. <laughs> you got to experience it. I know, but it's like I've, how I've had I've had both sides of the spectrum, man. I've had I've had awful triple IPAs, and I've had really good ones. <laughs> I won't divulge like who's on either side of this. <laughs> I personally like, have never had a good I, uh, triple IPA, but uh, I, I've it's not a style for me. Yeah, know? exactly. It's yeah, it's not a style that you like. You know, sought after. For me, as like an IPA, you know, through and through, I'm like, I mean, if I've had all the other types, might as well go with the triple and see, yeah. see what it's all about. So, I mean, I've had some that I'm like, this is dangerously smooth. This is not a triple. This is going to get me in trouble. And I've had other ones where I'm like, ooh, this is real boozy. This is like, this is like cleaning product boozy right now. <laughs> so is there a reason you're staying away from them? It's not that I'm staying away from them. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just not something that I'm interested in ordering. I guess I, I just I, I I I I've seen them more on Instagram, not out. Um, but I just don't know how much more hops can you fit into. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's boggling his mind right now. He's like, I just I don't know. I th- I think with uh with triple IPAs for me, it's not. It's always a question of you know. It's a question of if we if we should have, or it's uh, not a, not a question old, uh, if we could have the Doctor Ian Malcolm conundrum. Yes, it's not a question of if we could have. It's a question of should we have. Yeah, exactly. And I think it falls in line with what we talked about with uh, milkshake IPAs and pastry stouts. Like it's an experience beer. You're not getting a triple like a four pack of triple IPAs. I mean, some people are, but you're not going to be like I'm going to wreck house tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And uh, and I mean I guess there is that market where, um, like, people who appreciate the West Coast style for the hot bitterness, but like I assume that a triple IPA is hazy, so it's like a lot more flavor to it. But you still get that bitterness, and it's still strong. Yeah, there's a bitterness, but like a res- almost like a residual booziness to it, almost like a syrupy. Like I always feel like I get that like hop burn from it. Yeah, yeah. there's some hop burn to it, Actually, and yeah. it leads to that. And like I said, it's an experienced beer for me. It's I, I treat them almost like how I treat pastry stouts and milkshake IPAs. If I get a can of it, I'm gonna split it with somebody. I'm like, yo do you want to split this can with me? Because I'm going to hate drinking this entire can to myself. Right. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Because I mean, I've had people not buy our beer cause it's not high enough in ABV. Like there's people that want a 10% yeah. beer. Yeah, they're psychopaths. Yeah. yeah. They're good. You know? <laughs> so yeah. are you making a double IPA version of this? Get out. Get out <laughs> I'll go back. I'll go back to, uh, being at, at beer zombies. So the beer zombies that I went to in Vegas was attached to a restaurant and they kind of shared the space. Okay. And there's people that were coming over from the restaurant and they were like stumbling up and be like, I just want whatever's your highest alcohol. You just hang your head. I hate those people. <laughs> What's your strongest beer? And he would look at him and be like, so you want a shot? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I have like, shots. My vocal like exasperation. I just go, <sighs> Uh, and it was a, that's exact <laughs> it, the exact person that came up. It's like I just want your strongest beer. 
<laughs> and you, you know the person. You can picture that in your head. <laughs> Just yeah. paint, paint the picture in your head. I mean, you're in Vegas. You're pretty accurate. I, I can almost guarantee they have one of those whalebone drinks in their hand. <laughs> <laughs> the one that they always they always have in a Vegas movie. But it, it was like, uh, I think I think the person said, "I want your I want your bo- I I want your highest alcohol beer." But I don't like IPAs. And I was like, "So what?" What are you looking for? <laughs> are you a you strike hey, me you strike me Belgian as a Belgian people. fan there, uh, Kimberly? Yeah. <laughs> Kimberly, I take one look at you and I think Belgian triple. They even a quad. Stout. What's that? The pastry stout. Yeah, yeah. Nice barrel aged. They had a fifteen percent pastry stout. Yeah, there. one is just gonna just knock her knock her down. As soon as she finished her sentence, I looked at the bartender. I was like, please give her a triple IPA. Please give her a triple <laughs> IPA. Just, just do it, man. And he was like, oh, I'm just giving her a shot of screwball. I had a guy uh, this past weekend, because uh, I, I I told you that I, I work at uh, I work at a brewery, but um, he, I gave him the double IPA. And we Gee, only- Dan, what brewery is it? <laughs> <laughs> but um, he... he he ordered the double IPA and we serve it in a 10 ounce glass. And then he goes, if I pay $2 more, will you put it in a 16 ounce glass? I'm like, that's not how it works, man. (laughs) That $2 isn't worth my job, sir. Yeah. (laughs) It's not how it works. He tried it again too. He just kept coming back. He's like, man, it's really good, but I keep finishing these 10 ounces really quick. I'm like, cool. You want another one? I saw I saw your fiance and or girlfriend drive in, so I know you're not driving. <laughs> you know, beer, <clears throat> beer Zombie said they had a Salt Lake City location. Oh, really? I was like, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know how it works being like a, a craft brewery out there. Yeah, because it has to be like sub like what? Sub six, I believe. Sub six percent. Yeah. Something like that. They have like uh, alcohol restrictions out there. Yeah, it's real, oh, really? it's real warm. Yeah. And actually, like for the longest time, you couldn't get beer. In Salt Lake City. Yeah. 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 I only know of one brewery out there. Um, it's black owned, but yeah, that's uh that's interesting that they can't make over six percent. I think I I think I'm pretty sure it's six percent. Six yeah. point something, maybe like six point five. Yeah. I wonder if that's like a Mormon rule. It is. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's like it's all like Salt Lake City, like because as soon as you leave Salt Lake City and go to another part of Utah, mm-hmm. like it, just, it just changes. Like you can right. literally just go like outside the city limits and yeah, just, just go, go to Provo and yeah, you know. I was only in Salt Lake City. It's mm-hmm. only in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I only know that from uh, SLC Punk. It's great. Oh, really? Great movie. <laughs> great movie. Where uh, back when that movie was made, they didn't have any alcohol, so mm-hmm. like all the punks would go out of Salt Lake City to like the neighboring towns to get beer and come back. <laughs> I mean the the Mormon temple is bigger than like the state capitol building. It's like Ocean City, New Jersey. It's like, oh, it's a it's a dry I mean, town. It's cool because that next town over is not dry, so I'll just bring it from there. <laughs> every Mormon building is gigantic. Yeah. Like Well, that's where they hide all the lizard people, so. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> we'll get into conspiracy theories. It's going to go deep dive now. Is that what you have? Is that yeah. the video? I have a lot of fun stories from Salt Lake City and Mormons. It's a, it's a fun. It, it actually is a great town. Like it's a it's a really fun place to go. Um, but 
but not if you like beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like hiking and recreational activities, beer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you like it to be like 15 degrees outside, but feel like it's 40. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. It's good. No, it's, it's, no, it's 15 degrees, like five miles up the hill, but then it's like 70 degrees as you go down yeah. from the altitude. <laughs> you like, might as well go to Colorado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you just get all that legal stuff. Yeah. All that legal stuff. Yeah. All that legal stuff. Dude, Vegas is the same way. Oh, really? Yeah. Bro. Do you know I I got I got offered three joints. Did you act a fool out there? Were you No, I did not act a fool. But there are You're out there, I know, with your boss. There's dispensaries everywhere. Really? Like storefronts. Like glass counters at the front of the store on the street with just jars. So when you went out for work, it was just like, I'm just going to go shopping a little bit. And just like, all of a sudden you just hear like a reggae song just start coming up. <laughs> she has a little montage where she just goes through all the dispensaries. <laughs> Dude, I was on Fremont Street and uh, and like this DJ started playing on the stage oh, there. Wah, wah, and uh, wah, like th- this dude was just like, these guys were just dancing in front of the stage. And we like, we wandered up and he's like, yo, this DJ is pretty good. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, huh? <laughs> I was like, were you wearing like your business casual and everything too? <laughs> I don't even know what I was wearing. I think he's I just like, wearing... fresh from the conference, and you're just like, no, I, I can't. I did. <laughs> I'm just did wearing a... this gray polo. It's not going to vibe with this. <laughs> I did have uh, a, a small bucket of Michelob Ultra. <laughs> <laughs> the little ponies. Uh, full size? No, it was a cup, but it was like, I was holding like a small popcorn bucket. Of just Michelob Ultra. Yeah. <laughs> Michelob Ultra. It was like a 32 ounce. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like, so I was, I, I saw them. So if you go on Fremont Street, there's just a bunch of bars on the, like on the street. Okay. So you're just walking down, there's bars and you can just walk up, order a beer and keep walking. Yeah. Because you can drink on the street. Like that there. open container. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I saw people drinking beers and I was like, oh, you know, I'll grab one or whatever, you know. I went out, I walked over and as I got closer, I was like, those fucking cups are huge. And like, that's, it's like one size fits all. That's all you get. You get your choice. And I was like, I was like, oh, I'm just going to grab like a stone IPA or something. And I saw the size of the cup and I was like, I'm not drinking a whole, fu- I'm not drinking a popcorn <laughs> bucket filled with stone IPA. Oh man. Yeah. So I beer for that. Yeah. So I was like, just give me the Mick ultra. It would have been great if it like, it was treated like you ever go to a bar and you just order a beer, but you don't like give them a size because you're just like, yeah, it's probably going to be like a pint. And you go there. It's one of those places that gives you like the 22 ounce pint glass, like the giant one. You're like, holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. You're like, but, oh man, look at this. I got, oh, they got stone IPA. Um, I'll have a stone IPA and they come back and it's just like a frosty 32 ounce mug. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like that might've been like you just like going up to one of those places, like before even seeing it and just being like, oh, stone IPA. Cool. Yeah. And it's just like a popcorn bottle. It's the- <laughs> They had a couple IPAs on, and I was just like, I can't, I can't drink that much IPA. It's like the rule of thumb. It's like whenever a customer comes up and orders a beer, it's like if they don't mention a size, they're just getting the standard big size. <laughs> yeah, standard pint. Do you want large or extra large? Nope. You don't even ask. You just get the most bang for your buck because no, they're going to be the, real uh, awkward when you drop it on the table. If they, the, if they don't want it, they're still not going to say anything. They'll sweat it through. That's like the, <laughs> the like the Red Robin. They're like, do you want regular, extra large, or extra, extra large? And you're like... Oh, really? They ask you? Yeah. No, they ask you. Oh, that's a rookie right there. Yeah. 
Yeah, they uh I mean the regular is still like 20 ounces. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, do you want to do wrap you have Yeah, we could wrap it up and head to bonus time, but before that, do you have a question that you might want to ask? Yeah, I guess uh I didn't get a chance to ask this on the you know, the first interview, we had to keep it kind of short. It was like speed dating. But hey, it was good Good to finally, uh, you know, get to know you a little bit better, Rich, than that quick little introduction we had. But, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, in our lives, like brewers that have impacted us. We talked about Sly Fox and like Brian O'Reilly. Like who is like, I would, I always like to ask the brewers who their favorite brewer is. Like who is somebody like that you either looked up to or somebody right now that you're like really hyped on who makes good beer? Um, I would say that like the brewer that has taught me the most would be Kevin Walter from Love City. Um, awesome. I, re- I reached out to him in 2018, like right before they were about to open, or it might have been right after they opened. But I went to their opening and I thought their space was cool. Um, I thought the beers were good. So I reached out to him trying to collab on, on a beer but I'm still bringing it home. Like nobody knew who I was. So I want to clap in my parents' basement with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wanted to brew beer on his, uh, you know, I mean, we could do it here or at your place. wherever. <laughs> I mean, my place, my place has Totino pizza rolls. Yeah. So. We got, we got PS4 here. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, he's been him and, uh, Melissa, they've been awesome. They've, They've taught me and my brother a lot, not just about brewing, but about the beer business. Um, they're great people. Their brewery is a good example of what a brewery should be. Um, so he's he's like my number one guy in the brewing industry, I would say. But um, after meeting people like Ethan and Sam, um, like there are awesome people too. Ethan is a great brewer and from sam i mean sam is just a great human um so to learn from them and see how they treat people you know that's been good because it isn't always it it, it, it's not always about beer um i feel like beer is a community thing so when you meet people where it's more about the people i think that's awesome yeah I mean, That's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad to hear Great Sam's to hear, like yeah. a really good human being, even though he doesn't answer our calls about being on the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's yeah. good. To, it's good to know he's a real good human being. Answer our texts. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, I think it's time to wrap this up, wrap up the audio portion. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll uh, head into bonus time. You got a video? I do yeah. have a video. You got something cooked up? Yeah, right, I got, right. yeah. I got something on the docket. So uh, before we go to that, um, Rich, do you guys have any events or anything coming up you want to plug? Anything going on with uh, two locals? Uh, this Friday, we're doing a movie night on 30, 37th and Lancaster. Uh, it's at a clothing boutique called uh, Grant Boulevard. We're showing them the movie Friday. Uh, we're going to be serving some IPA. Fuck yeah. Um, so, <laughs> There's going to be food there. Uh, and then, yeah, that's the only event. I'm going to come up. up on a cruiser bike that just desperately needs to be oiled. Like, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to steal my chain? Yeah. My grandmama gave me that. You're going to hide your Adidas track jacket? <laughs> I'm going to try and tuck it in. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, come uh, warm because it will be outside. But, yeah. 
we'll have food and the yeah. laughter will keep you warm. That's a classic yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah. Big so, worm, not... big perm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's awesome. Um, yeah, guys, uh, follow them on their social media too. Uh, Instagram, Facebook's at two locals. They make it real easy to find them. So, um, check out their website too. Uh, guys, you got two locals. I believe it's two locals.com. Hold on, pull two locals right. brewing. It's two locals brewing. There it is. Yep. Two locals brewing.com. I have like so many things pulled up and then I pulled up that <laughs> restriction again. I got real sour. I was like, nah. um, all right. Uh, and you guys can follow us, uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, we're the, you know, the, the our, Facebook page still works. Don't worry. Yeah, it's don't worry. Right. It still works. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just doesn't work for me for 22 more days. <laughs> uh, you can follow us on uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, YouTube. I mean, we have a YouTube channel. Yeah. Uh, link in our bio. Uh, link in our stories now. We could just put links in our stories. Did you see that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I'm so... I'm, I'm. You don't I'm, need like 10,000 people anymore? No, man. You can just put links in your stories now. Nice. Uh, yeah, dude. So, like, lowly people like us who can't break a thousand people, we can't can break like, six hundred. Can't even break six hundred, man. We keep bumping up against six hundred. We're like a, a fucking stock. Like, we bump up again. That's our resistance line. Our support's at five ninety, but our resistance is at six hundred. Yeah, we need, we we need a hype guy. Uh, what was the dude who uh, followed around Snoop Dogg? The guy with the green hat, Bishop Don Magic Wand. Yeah, on, we, we we need that and a thousand more people. um yeah so follow us on uh all social media at best best friends pod that's at best best friends p-o-d i love you two Uh, years in i like it and like you know earlier on the episode i'm like god i hate this bar rock it's really really hits now (laughs) um yeah, uh, we forgot to mention at the the top of the podcast. A little rusty, took a week off. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, uh, follow, rate, review. Uh, follow us on all major uh, podcasts. Really, uh, wherever you get your podcast, yeah. follow us there. Um, Ask Alexa; she'll bring us up. Apparently. Yeah, yeah. People yeah. are doing that. Apparently, three percent of our audience is three percent of our audience has asked Alexa to play our podcast. So. Yeah, I got real hype on that, and my wife was like, "You're you're dumb." Yeah. <laughs> Um, it's that huge fan base we have in Ghana. Yeah. Oh yeah. Number eighteen in Ghana. Yeah. Woo-hoo. Number number eighteen podcast Come in Ghana. <laughs> Ghana, what to- up? <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> um, big in Ghana. They Ghana apparently loves Pennsylvania craft beer. <laughs> well, Thank what you. up, Ghana? We are, we, are, we are Philly's first black-owned brewery. I am Liberian. I'm West African. So yeah, buy the beer, Ghana. Yeah. Oh man. There you go. Ghana. Get it up. Ghana's gonna love us. Yeah. <laughs> um go on wish.com and grab the uh the knockoff two locals here. <laughs> um yeah, so uh yeah, uh follow rate review, give us a rating. Dan, what's that rating? Five star party, baby. Five star party. Um, and then give us a review, you know, whatever you want to write, be creative. Make us laugh, make us cry. It's you know whatever. Um, biggest thing: tell all your friends about the podcast. We're so close, Dan. We're so close to opening up advertisers. I know we're so close. Four averages listeners. I away. want Blue Chew. I want Manscaped. Basically, I just want to have 
I just want boners. Clean, freshly shaven boners. <laughs> Blue Chew, Manscaped, hit me up. <laughs> so here's here's the thing, guys. Like we don't we don't ask you guys for money. Uh we don't, you know, we don't put anything out there. Uh we give everything away for free. Um just spread the word uh because that's how we're gonna make money for yeah. the podcast. Uh, and and make it so much easier for us. So yeah. make our lives easier. Uh, My so, beer pirate ship will flow better to breweries <laughs> if it's, you know, gassed up properly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you know, we, our 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 platform has opened up a new advertising uh, agency thing. And if we, we hit us, so many neck beards, Manscaped, so many neck beards that listen to this podcast. <laughs> if we Manscaped, hit us up. We have so many boomers that listen to the podcast. Blue Chew, hit us up. We need four more <laughs> listeners on average per week, and we get that's it. advertisers. That's it. Just tell your friends about the podcast. You know, there's I'm gonna be there's there's blue thirty pills like Oprah man, and there's, you get a boner. There's thirty thousand. There's thirty thousand people in that dumb Facebook group, and <laughs> and we can't like we can't get we got we, we got we got some listeners from it. So before I was doxxed from uh, <laughs> that Facebook group. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Tell all your friends, help the podcast out, uh, you know, help our lives be better. Um, yeah, that's all we ask. That's all uh, we yeah. Um, let's kick off the audio and let's, yeah. I, I gotta see this video, man. You've got me. All uh, right. Um, yeah. Like we said, uh, all major platforms, uh, all social media. Yeah. Uh, oh, check the so links in our bio for the uh, streams too. If you if you have a, a a brewery that you want us to feature, hit us up on on email because that just happened. And that we're just working, happened, and we're working <laughs> on getting that. We're getting working on getting said brewery on the podcast. I know we got a fan email who suggested a brewery, yeah. and we're able to schedule them. Yep, insane. Yeah, how about that? Uh, uh, so if you like a brewery and we haven't featured them yet, uh, hit us up. Let us know. We'll, we'll reach out. Definitely. Yeah. Um, next week, I think uh, next week we have Nishamini Creek. Nishamini. Yeah. They got a fresh new logo. Looks real good. Yeah. going to talk about that and talk about some other things. Yeah. So. Some GABF gold. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Um, all right. So that about wraps it that up. That wraps up the audio. Yeah. Um, guys, you're missing out if you're not on the stream because we're going to get into Tom's videos and we always know how they turn out. Oh, yeah. So they uh, usually suck, but, you know. The usual wrap up, Dan. You know how I feel about you. I love you. Always have. As, as he's <laughs> checking his text messages right now. I'm not. He's like, you know, he <laughs> couldn't even look me in the eyes when he played that. He's just like, you know how I feel about you. <laughs> All right, everybody. Remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just. All right, everybody. And uh, always remember, keep it in the back of your mind. Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was the Clinton family. I thought you would forget that after our sabbatical. Nope. Nope. Okay. I'll never forget it. Nope. All the right. audience shouldn't forget it either. All right, QAnon. All right, everybody. Best Best Friends Podcast, episode 92. We out. See Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Best Best Friends Pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two. Uh, 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 uh.
bros by two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalet. A cluggalet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. I've seen 